0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivilevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom. This is a special edition of On Principle with Rabbi Yitzhak Adlerstein. I say it's special because it's Hanukkah, and Rabbi Yitzhak is here special reasons. He's here on, on this continent. Let's talk about one of the things that... Uh, has been preeminent in your mind, which is, of course, the Achtus of Klau Yusro. There was an article that you penned right before you left to come to here that's available in cross currents, and I'm sure it'll, people can find it. The title of the article is Notes from the War, an Optimistic Take on Achtus. And I, I think, Yitzchok, what prompted, I guess, the article was, was it because there was a sense that maybe the superficial actus push had started to wear thin. Was it because you were seeing frays uh at the edges of a little bit of that
1: discord rearing its head again? I, I'd say there were multiple reasons and you've uh pointed to uh to a number of them. I'm I'm not sure if it's if it's fraying so much as it was never a hundred percent uh, complete. It's not like, uh, the naysayers and the ardent anti-religious secularists suddenly decided that, uh, they're going to embrace everybody and that there wouldn't be Jews in the United States who uh, prove themselves to be loyal and full-throated allies of the Palestinians. Uh, that, that was part of it. But, uh, to tell you the truth, a bigger part of it was my own uh, uh consternation that the idea of Achtos was one that I think many people misunderstood. Uh Either I'm in misunderstanding, which is more than likely, or others have misunderstood. I'll give you an example of what I meant. I mean, this is really the, the greatest motivation. I asked a couple of my grandkids, very, very, very good Bacharim in a elitist yeshiva. I asked them, so here we are in the middle of a mulchama. So according to Armasora, what are our best weapons? Our weapons in Ruchnias. What should we be doing? What does the rebels want to see to give us Hatzlacha in the, in the mulchama? And the answers that I got were, were not to my liking. The answers were pretty much the party line of part of the Haredi world of one subset of yeshivas within the litvisha world. And they are what's floating around lots of places, including, including America. What were, what were the answers they gave me? Dapening and learning. And they are super important. There's no question about it. But that's not what Chazal tell us. Is the guarantor of Hatzlacha. There's a, there's a Medrash, which has also seen the light of day in the last two months, but it, it, it has been sort of like under, underplayed. And that is Akhtas, meaning that when a Baruch Hu looks at Am Yisrael at a time of Ghazar Din, and we want him to change that Din to rachamin, does he look at the elite of the elite at the Mahadran, Minna Mahadran of Kal Yisrael, those people who get with the program and they can rev up the davening and rev up the learning. Or, historically, and certainly, Al-Pi Chazal, does HaKadosh Baruch Hu look at the entire nation of Kal Yisrael? All of us, the from, the not from, the Litvaks, the chassidim, the sfardim and, and, and look for something that Klaus Yisroel can do together. That's, that's Achdas. Chazal say that in the time of Achav, people worshiped the Vodazora, and yet we won the Mohammeds. And in the time of David, when we had Baruch Hashem, real buy-in to the program and people were doing Torah and Mitzvah, we lost wars. And why is that? Because there was no I uh, I believe you and I, in our Chinuch, a certain idea was communicated to us, which I think now is proving to be a little bit lethal. That idea is, look, HaKadosh Baruch when he looks at the world, 90% of Claudius Yisrael are Tinokos So he's not looking to them. So the spiritual significance of Claudius Yisrael is in the hands of the Frum. We take more responsibility. We're harder on ourselves. That is true. That was communicated as well. But it was at the expense of looking at our role together with everybody else at And Maybe we didn't have the opportunity, but we do in a time of Muhammad. And to me, it's so painful not to see in some circles that the idea of achtes per se, of reaching out to other Yidden. Those who we don't normally have a vocabulary even to share, that we reach out to them and embrace them, that was part of the beauty of the D- of the DC rally. Tell me, Reb Avraham, am I wrong? I, I would say that you are
0: soft pedaling it because it's more than just a reaching out; it's actually doing. It's actually taking care, driving stuff for people, helping families that their husbands are on the, at the front. It is uh, working with uh, the displaced people. You mentioned in the article what you thought was striking was that the non-religious are actually volunteering in a greater numbers than the, the religious. They are recognizing that across the board, there needs to be... Not just reaching out, like mentally, and like you say, you know, dancing together, and you know, as you know, as Jewish Action put on its uh, cover for a special cover this this month, but but actually uh, rolling up their sleeves and babysitting and delivering uh, food and driving out there and doing whatever it takes uh, to keep. The community to keep the, the Medina, pardon that expression, functioning and recognizing that this, that is the His hisgashmus of Achtus, is that re- seeing the Tzorach of somebody else, it, you know, as, as the Rambam says in Hilchas uh, Matna Yud, that what makes us is recognizing every single Yid and role Yisro, and being able to be tayrim to them. Now, again, we're not talking about handouts like the Rambam is talking about or giving tzedakah. We're talking about being tayrim with your time, your efforts. And boy, is that worth money. That's, that, that is a an item of gemilas chesed and tzedek in the greatest way. And so the Rambam prefaces in the beginning of Perik Yud, he says, And uh, here in America, uh, I find myself, Rabbi trying to zero in on the right places to give. But you guys in Eretz Yisrael, I would assume there are opportunities for your grandchildren in Eretz Yisrael to be toyreim, to take out time. And again, the, the problem is is that Rosh Hashivas and rabbanim aren't going to let them do that. But that would be a a a a way of not just feeling a connection. But actually putting their,
1: putting their money where their mouth is and actually doing. I, I think it's not just the question of finding ways to make the contribution. Personally, I think that that, that is not exactly what we need right now. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit unnerved by the, all the, the conversation that you hear that different groups have different contributions to make. And as long as we feel the pain of others, that that's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. A, I'm not so sure that that's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, but B, specifically, to build achdus, like you say, it has to be b'p'ula, it has to be b'po'al, there have to be things that you do. And even if we would call it a mitzvah that it's efshelassos av that, you know, if we don't do that, there are other people who will do it and and we can spend more time on the Tehillim and Tefillah. Halavai that I should be seeing so many people who are wrapped up all day long in their te, te, Tehillim and Tefillah. But Lu hey, if even if that would be the case, I think the point is that this is a missed opportunity. That here we have a chance of reaching out to other Yidin. Other Yidin who have felt touched by their Yiddishkeit and who feel perhaps for reasons that they can't articulate or would articulate in the wrong way. But there's a Meshachachma at the end of Devarim, I think it's in Parsha, I think it's on the Pasuk, V'shafta Ad Hashem And the Meshachachma says, why is it V'shafta instead of Im'shafta? And he says, since the P'sukim before are talking about Kal Yisrael acting in concert, acting in in unity, It's definitely Veshafta, because he says that Klal Yisrael are like different points on a circle. They are all separate from the point next to them, but they're all united by the connection to the origin, to that point in the middle that describes the circle. And he says when Klal Yisrael is devoted to Klal Yisrael per se— to the nation of Claudius to the kiyom of a Jewish nation, it is a haftacha that they will get back to their origin. We are seeing now, even among some of those those secularists, many of them, not all, but many, there, There's there, some of them who are putting on film for the first time, saying that I, I've never put on film before in my life, and I'm going to do it now. Not just soldiers on the front, I'll no atheists in the foxhole. We're talking about people on the home front. When Khal Yisrael shows a unity, shows themselves to be one, it doesn't mean 100%, but so many of the people, 51% of of, of Israelis are doing volunteer work. Fifty-one percent. You would never get that in another country, and and I'm hoping some people out there take notice of it. What that does is points, as the morale says, the oneness of Kali Israel is not just because Ain Lanu Eretz aferes. That happens to be true, but it's because we are the etsem one, and that oneness comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. In other words. Achtos is displaying to the world a oneness of Chal Yisrael that is a refraction of Hashem's oneness. That's what Hashem wants to see in the time of Muhammad. And I think we get pretty good marks on that. You know, especially, you know, you grounded, you know, this idea
0: not only in the in the Marau, but also in the writings of the Ramchal in his great work, uh, Das Tsunay's, uh Let's just take a, a couple of minutes here to talk about the Ramchal Das Tfunois. One thing it is not really is a dialectic. Again, let's just be honest. As much as you have the Seichel and the Neshama talking together, the, the work doesn't stand out so much as two different sides. It, it really is just a way to tease out. Uh, the the basic Kabbalistic idea that is behind a lot of Derech Hashem. And Tastunas is really, um, uh, it gets you into the thicket. And he he makes you think about the fact that there is this great paradox, as you pointed out. And, and, and this paradox isn't just something that we ignore. This paradox is actually always feeding off of itself, which is the sense of Yichud and Mishput that there is this one idea that we are separate beings and each of us is punished. Each of us is is rewarded. Each of us has our own stake. And just like every the, the next uh, person appearing in front of the judge uh, for the traffic ticket or the shoplifting violation or for whatever reason, they're there. Uh, and that is something that, that is a lot of times personal and specific and sometimes fascinating and gory. And then you have this other idea Aspect, which of course is the idea of God bringing the world to a a place where they recognize there's nothing except God, the Hanogas Hayichud, and how these two things mesh together, and how they are somehow, uh, uh, you know, how the Spheros and, and all the other Kabbalistic terminology is really a way of explicating this idea that how Hakadosh Baruch is. Is 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 bringing the world to that ultimate yichud, where God, who is always the ultimate one, through the the, the ness of, of of tzimtzum and bryasa and creation, as we call it, and brings yichud into the world through this process. And I think what you were trying to say is that what makes us special is that unlike you know other nations, and it might be again. You know the whether it's the even though the Italians will will all rise together in in unity for their soccer team and to to win the World Cup, and you were gonna you're going to find uh, a United States during World War II that seems to be unified and sending their young men to this incredible mission to fight and stamp out fascism and Nazism. We have an achtus that is supernatural, something that's beyond, something that has to do with our neshamas that allow us to sort of aspire and inhabit and realize that sense of the achtus of the Borei which then
1: manifests itself in these numbers that you're talking about. The takeaway from that is what I'm most interested in right now. Uh, I, I wasn't interested in writing a piece or I don't think we're interested in just, uh, making a couple of points about the beauty of the Ramchal and the Maral that as they, as the Chinese proverb goes, tucha tish, what it means that right now our avoda should be shifting somewhat to the Soda Yehud part in which we work on that supernatural, uh, incomprehensible bond of of Yidin to each other. But when we're in such a position that this comes to the forefront, HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks of us to change our Hanhaga a little bit and certainly to change our Chinuch. This is a moment, of, if there is any moment, to be able to speak to our children, to our grandchildren, to our Talmidim, about this role of Kal I know lots of people Including myself back in the old days, who, when they first saw this idea, really first hinted at in Derech Hashem before the Dastfunos, uh, the idea of two different Hanhogos. So I figured this this second level in which Hakadosh Baruch Hu judges us, uh, the, the the collective, what we're contributing to the national mission of Klal it still remained. What am I contributing? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to be toveya me as a person, which is true for what my role was, but it was part of my hashlama. Not the idea that there is such a thing. As a national hanhaga of Klal Yisrael, and if we can't at least make that part of our kids' vocabulary now, I, I, I don't know. I don't know when we can. So it means that we should be investing some time. I do believe that yes, people in the yeshiva world, including Kol L'avreichim, should be spending some time. If Rav Moshe could write in that classic tshuva that he thought that v'nei Yeshiva. Should be spending some time on kira v'richolkm. He said ten percent, maybe even twenty percent, and uh, you know the the number was bandied around, continues to be bandied around. Then in a the time of molchama, shouldn't we be doing that, it's putting some kind of time and effort into things? And I disagree with you about whether it's only possible to do in 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 Israel. It's possible to do in the United States also to spend more time with people, even if you don't like cold calling in your shop. But people inevitably come over to us and say, you know, it's really really awful what's happening there. And like, you know, what do you think about it? Happened to me twice. Yes, they're just in Dallas Airport. Okay, that's Dallas. <laughs> they were both not Jewish. <laughs> they got to be saying the same thing. We know there are lots of people on the left who are rethinking their lives because of it. there got to be ways that we can reach out to them just to embrace them physically or otherwise and let them know listen we're part of one Yisrael. and to do that as you said papile mamish well i think that the philosophical
0: quasi mystical approach obviously is something that you want your your B'nai Teira to hear and and that could energize them the problem i think is that it becomes truncated and it becomes well th- th- even if they hear that it's only going to be within the walls of the yeshiva, and you know, even when Rav Dov Landau issued, uh, I think two weeks ago, a three or four line asharo, one had to do with shmirah Shabbos, and the other had to do with vitur on what usually you think is important to yourself. There hasn't been these strong declarations of connectedness to to the other. You know, one of the things that I think I would use as a teaching tool. And again, you know, I'm not such a big chosid usually of Sipuri Mysius, but I think October 7th and in, in the, and in, in the wake, there have been so many incredible stories of heroism, Messiah nefesh, uh, going both ways. And, and I think these stories, which, and I'm going to applaud Mishpocha for finally leading in, in their Hanukkah edition, but the second piece about Amichai Schnitzler. And he's not a non-religious person. He's from Mafdal, from the maybe from the Chardalim. And Mishpocha did, I think, an admirable job praising the, the people of Kerem Sholem and, and talking about the people who saved his lives and talked about the uh, the Kita Konanut that was the citizen uh, band that held off like the Chashmanoyim of old, hundreds of terrorists with a small number, and and they were giving all the props. Uh, to Rabbi Shlomo Ranan and others, and, and I thought that was a, a great move. So I, I am seeing really Baruch Hashem finally, you know, crumbling going on. I don't know how far it's going to extend. It's easy to extend to 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 the tzaddikim who wear through goat who who decided on that day, like Major Kalmanson, who 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 drove in order to to go be matzel people and stay rot and died al kiddush Hashem it's easy to to extol them but you know i think more can be done to extol those who taka aren't Shamer das and aren't Shamer mitzvahs at this point yet but still engaged in 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 the and the foshis meisro in ways that are beyond anything that we could we would ever expect so we have a, a you said you're right a teaching moment but we can i think buttress it by the stories, the stories of how these persons that, it, like you said, forget about everything you've heard. Look at the 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 mesiras nefesh of these of these individuals, of what they've done, of all the Nefashis they were matzil uh, of the schus that's uh, accrues to them. Can you imagine what it is? Just like the the young man Amichai Weitzen, whose father is a rov who spoke about the fact that even though Amichai died trying to, to save the Schnitzler family, but how he was buffeted by the fact that, yes, he lo- he Nebuch, lost a son 32 years old, but the schus that accrues to his son of all the nefoshes that was saved and the children, the grandchildren, if we could make this point, I think, to our young people and tell them about the, the schus of All the the defenders on October 7th and beyond, and the ones that are, I I think that will stir them in in an extremely strong emotional way.
1: I I think in general, mishpacha is underrated as a vehicle for social change. They're very, very careful, very, very conservative. But there's no question that some people in the administration have an agenda of trying to widen the scope of its readership. I think you're 100% on target about the wonderful stories and the stories that get shared even in conventional Haredi media in mm. uh, in Israel. But I, I again want to affirm, taking your point, that, that the stories are not enough. It should be concrete action. I'm trying to think. Remember, Navardik in its heyday. Navardik gave us so much so much of the Torah world. We have no problem reading all the stories in Meshpacha about this person who came from Navardic and that person from Navardic. But what did Navardic do at times of, of, of real stress in the community? It was Navardic of Bachram learning sure. in the yeshiva who went to the hospitals to volunteer where in typical Navardic, fashion, the, the altar told them to volunteer dafka for the activities that nobody else wanted to do as part of shiraz hamidas. But they went. Sure. They did. They didn't just start another, another Seder in the base Medrash or say three capital till him half-heartedly after davening, which is what I see in the neighborhood around me. And there still are some places in the yeshiva world, which are preaching dafka do not do that dafka do not do that what I would like to see is even Ben Azmanim Erev Shabbos or the days that people have off, give an extra day off for of Hanukkah visit soldiers in the hospital you know it's good enough for the Rav Shol who has been terrific and has shown real real leadership why should Wachim not go to hospitals or to show up at Levi's and to, and to feel? To their, that they're part of Klal Yisrael, that other people can feel that they are part of it too. Give some time to it, and there's still Yeshivas that are preaching Daf You can't show Hakaras Atov to soldiers because it's soldiers who created the problem in the first place. The soldiers are the arm of the Arzionim HaArurim. They were the ones who created the problem, so we can't be Makatov to them in any. You know, I-, I want to tell you, you're raising my blood pressure
0: just saying this again. I, I will tell you that when I, when I stare into the, the images and, and, and this is sort of like the terrible gift of our generation that every single Nifter Nebuch has a picture of them smiling on their profile. And they are so heart wrenching. They're so, it, 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 it rips your kishkas out when the IDF reveals the name of another person that was Nebuch killed in Gaza. And to talk about these people, like the Toldos the Rebbe here in Muncie did, uh, and, and refer to them as and, as Chasvah to be Misayya. These these uh, these extensions of the Sitra Achra. Once statements go out that it's wrong to daven for the soldiers, it's wrong to send the letters specifically to soldiers. Uh, these statements, even though they get walked back, unfortunately, the damage. Is already done.
1: Let me tell you, they're not all getting walked back hardly, especially in Israel. I, I grew up in the generation in which um, I went to public school as a kid. Certainly, one of the questions you got as a kid was So, where was your daddy during the war? I, I think, you know, 20 years from now, people are going to be asking the same thing of their fathers, including in the yeshiva world.
0: You mentioned the fact that the B'nai Tera, the people who could perhaps get the most out of a mystical understanding of what achdus is, they, they need to give and they need to be Toyrem. But we know that through their truma, through what they've done, and davka because of that, the rabbi Yisholm, as you said, is, 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 is there to basically be makir, the achdus of Klal Yisrael, be yes or seis. You mentioned the, the dorshalachav, but the Dersholahhab, you know you know Sovko Sof, Kosof, you know you had Elio Anovi who saw himself as the you know the man out, the one who was the public enemy number one, and yet he brings that door to say Hashem U'olikim. So, so I think it's, it''s it's the dynamism of both together. I, again, I, it, what I'm reminded of, and I'm sure you are as well, is the, the challenge that was confronting Rav Kook satal over 100 years ago, where he was basically assaulted and lambasted and, and vilified for what he was trying to do. And of course, Rav Cook understood that there was an amazing movement that was happening. There was this incredible Mesir Asnefesh that was going on where people who had no religious inclinations at all were willing to sacrifice so much for an idea that had to be greater than just having your 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 40 acres of 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 land uh, and being able to to grow corn he was able to see in that uh, his Kaisers that he felt was so great the fact that the religious aspect of it was not conscious of cook therefore indicated that it came from a deeper place than consciousness this is where of course he talks about the nishumais the great great nishumais of the oil matayu the great nishamas of the that that sort of like precede this bria that was the way he looked at that now again to 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 adopt completely the cookian ideology i'm not i i don't think is realistic but at least Rav cook saw in the moment something incredible and special and made it his his purpose to be open, to be connected, to make sure that there was a yachas. The people who came into Rav Kook's door uh, to learn with him, the people that Rav Cook himself came, went to visit, I think are, is again a model of how, especially now, B'Shas Chirum, B'Shas Melchoma, I think, as you say, it's an opportunity that we, we can't
1: miss. We have not so many people who are who are preaching that from the top. But Lo'alman Yisrael, we certainly do have, and we have, we have major Torah figures. I, I, in my mind, the one who is head and shoulders almost, uh, over everyone, just in the, the number of, of, uh, of, of appearances of messages of real chizuk to, to, to everyone of standing for doing for, for everyone is, is Ravasha Weiss. And doing it in a way that he doesn't give in an inch
0: in terms of, of sacrificing right. al-pi And also, by the way, just to mention, you know, Ravasha Weiss, you know, like Rav Ravasha Weiss has also responded to many of the halachic slash ethical issues, like civilian casualties, uh, issues of, of waging war. And, uh, he's quoted right and left by important thinkers and writers in this area. So, yes, I, I agree with you, Rav Osher And those is... are the
1: ones who can quote him, Mike, and they can tell you that the heads of every branch, every security agency in Israel has come to Rav Osher Weiss for guidance.
0: Before I let you go, let me just ask you, I usually introduce you as the official interfaith liaison for the Wiesenthal Center. So in this period where the specter of Nazism and Hamas is an extension or a reiteration of the same type of Nazi dehumanization, what have you been doing in terms of the Wiesenthal Center?
1: So it's uh, it's almost as expected. You could have uh, written the script out in advance. By Motsay Shabbos, October 7th, my inbox is already getting full of emails of concern, of chizuk, of, and, uh, almost all of them were from non-Jews. Uh, and that, that has continued. I just published a piece in, uh, Los Angeles Jewish journal, uh, which the, uh, the editor cut down a little bit for its, uh, its bitterness and its ferocity, but it was called Churches of Hope, Churches of Treachery. The treacherous ones out there, uh, I believe, have crossed multiple lines. The mainline Protestants, the so-called peace churches, like the uh, like the Quakers, they now should be considered fully enemies of the Jewish people. Any any church that can argue that there should be, we want ceasefire now, knowing full well that ceasefire means that you allow an organization of uh, a large size and large capabilities to keep on doing the same as they have pledged and how there's no indication that anything on the face of the earth would turn them around. You're basically saying, we hate these pictures of Gazans uh, dying, so you Jews, you got to die instead. There have been lots of that around. I think the Pope's reaction was absolutely terrible, uh, I don't think it's going to affect my life or your life too much. I think that any serious Christian will be completely turned off. I, I, I think
0: part of it comes from the Argentine liberationist theology that he cut his teeth on. And again, it was a political move to to have Pope Francis become the Pope. And I think he has never really abandoned Many of those youthful uh, things that that was made sense for him in South America, where, you know, this is where, you know, they were overthrowing the dictators and et cetera, et
1: cetera. We can't get off without talking about the other side, which has been fantastic, been fantastic. I've gotten into an argument on the air live on the 700 Club. With the daily listenership of one million people, Gordon Robertson has had me on twice since the beginning of the war, and the last time I got into a little tiff with him friendly tiff because you know i i Gordon suggest- is a,
0: he's an evan- he's an evangelical Christian he's
1: an evangelical is the son of pat Robertson he's uh, great in his own right he's done through a lifetime fantastic things for the Jewish people. He sent the guy to me last week asking for. Uh, some more places where he could send money to. And, uh, almost every item I had on my list, he was already giving money to. I'm talking about in Haredi circles. He wanted the Dafkal Orthodox. Uh, he's a, he's a great guy. When I said that the, that the IVs were perhaps legally culpable because they didn't enforce their own codes of conduct about protecting other students. MIT is the worst of them where they admitted that, uh, that, that students had horribly transgressed the school of conduct, the code of conduct, which called for suspension. And two days later, they said, we're not going to suspend because it could get them into trouble with immigration. So too bad. You know, let's let's uh, hear it for Muslim immigrants and the heck with the Jews. But the evangelicals have been great. You know, you mentioned the evangelical Christians.
0: One of the reasons that were given uh, by the Aguda for pulling out was the uh, fact that the six-hour event, you know, after everybody had marched there, uh, featured John Hagee.
1: Do you have a, a connection to Hagee? I, I don't have a direct connection to Hagee, which is a little, a little surprising, uh, but I, I can tell you that there was a much more important connection to John Hagee, and that was for Scheinberg, of Rocha who was a rub in San Antonio, became a personal friend of John Hagee, managed to educate John Hagee about why it is that we hate proselytizing so much and why there is a a beyond a sore nerve about people proselytizing to Jews and got John Hagee to reverse his own practices of a huge, huge, huge following, took some flack for it, but it, it shows the exact opposite of what certain Rashe yeshiva were afraid about. When you have connection with some of these people, there you can make a real difference. You can cut back on the on on and uh, what they're doing to to bring Jews Chas to Shmad. The idea that Jews would somehow now see Christianity as an option—not in the world
0: I live in. I'm just wondering, just to tie in and end our conversation, I'm wondering if maybe in some of these megachurches, there's going to be missions to Israel to to help the country and to actually do some of that uh, volunteer
1: work. You're too late. You're too late, Rav The The missions are already coming. They're already coming. They're more scheduled. Uh, I, I don't know how many how, how Jewish missions there are. There are enough that are being calendared right now but yes, as somebody who lives in, in, in Israel, I would love to see more American groups. I would love to see people who are considering Pesach programs. We're not going to get into a discussion, good, bad. Lots of people are going to be going on Pesach programs. The destination this year for Pesach programs should be Eretz Israel if only because of the boost you can give to the citizenry, the boost you can give to the economy. So it it, it, it won't be the same thing as a five-star hotel in, uh, in Switzerland or Acapulco. We have great hotels here. They will mimic what you can get in other places and think of the experiences you could be doing.
0: The Pesach is the formation of the Ummah, the Ramchal planes, that this is sort of where the the embryo gets completely formed. So as we move in this winter, Towards that that embryo's birth, your message of actus, I think, uh, can clearly be a metaphor for that seed that we hopefully will plant, that will grow, that becomes that 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 one body, that uber, that birt will be you know, and a zman that kimeitzcha ve'eretz Yisrael erenu mamish. Rabbi will catch you again soon. Be well.
1: Thank you so much. Sarastavos.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please take a moment to share this or any of the many episodes available on our platform with friends in order to help grow our community. Until next time, shalom.